Let's take our self-healing journey one step deeper, shall we? It's time for a free, amazing opportunity for you to move closer to your goals, to embody your highest self, and to call in the freedom, confidence, health, abundance, all the things that you have always desired in your life. The Heal Yourself Free Challenge is officially open for enrollment. Heal Yourself Free is a free five-day series around the art of self-healing. Whether you are just starting out on your path or you've been on the self-healing journey for what feels like a lifetime, the Heal Yourself Free series is designed to walk you through a step-by-step process that is results-driven to remove the blocks, the limitations, and the patterns that have been playing out for you in your life. If you find yourself settling for less than you deserve, not living life to the fullest, feeling like you're holding yourself back with insecurities, doubts, poor habits, or fear, it's time to break through, heal, and be free. During the Heal Yourself Free series, I am going to share the secrets and the method behind my signature program called Heal that has helped more than 90 incredible souls reclaim their life and transform their reality. Inside of this free series, I'm going to offer you some of the exact steps contained inside the HEAL program. Get ready for the most epic breakthroughs on your healing journey, especially if you know that you've been holding yourself back. The Heal Yourself Free series is the place where you will unlock your power and rewrite your resistance once and for all. You'll get access to five live video trainings, five epic homework action plans, and an incredible community of women who are on their healing path just like you. Some of the things you can bring to this series, things like healing chronic health, healing insecurity, healing financial blocks, body image, fear of failure, mental health challenges, childhood trauma, whatever you feel, you can heal. And anything that you feel like your soul needs a rewrite for, you can bring to this free series. The beautiful journey starts on April 18th, and to sign up, all you have to do is go to laurenoflove.com slash free. That's laurenoflove.com slash F-R-E-E. It's very easy to remember. We'll put it in the show notes of this episode as well. And I just want to invite you guys to remind yourselves that we can be on healing journeys for a really long time, but if we're not actually getting results, having shifts, going deeper, it's time to do something different. So come to laurenoflove.com slash free. I'm going to be sharing all of my methods with you and I cannot wait to begin this journey. Hello, my gorgeous brothers and sisters, all the light beings listening to the show. Welcome back to the podcast. We've been crushing it. (laughs) We've been having such a blast on the show. I mean, I'll speak for myself, but really it has been so magical to show up for you guys in this season. Our beautiful five-day free series, Heal Yourself Free, is open for enrollment. This is our final week. I really hope you come join us. I've been having a magical day today, sipping on some watermelon juice, grounding in to all the high vibrations. And today we have a beautiful conversation around shame and guilt. So 
This episode was inspired by one of our HEALED program students who reached out to me and asked the simple question, I am trying to move forward with my life. I'm trying to create a better, more abundant version of myself, but I'm holding on to all of this guilt and all of this shame about things I've done or the way I used to be, and I just don't know how to let go of it. So we're going to be diving into that conversation today. It's going to be real and raw and vulnerable as always. And if you are somebody who has been holding on to something that you feel guilty about or that you feel ashamed of, this conversation today is a safe space for you to open yourself up to the permission that perhaps what you've been holding on to doesn't need to be held on to anymore. Really just want to say I am in the season of study around healing just like you. And so in this episode, I'm going to be sharing some vulnerable pieces of content around how this concept of healing guilt and shame has affected and shown up in my life. And my prayer is that through my vulnerability and sharing what I've been through, it helps you today. So we're going to keep this intro really short. We're going to dive right into this juicy conversation. If this episode and this dialogue really lands with you today, I invite you to share this podcast with a screenshot on Instagram. You can tag me at Lauren of Love and just simply let the world know that this is a piece of content available to them. Shame and guilt is plaguing the three-dimensional world that we live in and we have a responsibility to heal these energies within ourselves and to also do our best to let others know that they can transmute these frequencies too. So please share this episode on your platforms if you feel called. Tag me at Lauren of Love and enjoy the journey of this story, Healing Guilt and Shame. Lauren's Heal program has healed so many aspects of my life. Heal impacted my life hugely. When you ask for growth, you're given opportunities to grow. The journey that Lauren took us on was beyond words for me to describe. As we explore the content in today's episode, I want to gently remind you that the doors to my signature life transformation program called HEAL are opening very soon. If you're listening to this podcast because you are on a path to personal transformation and you're ready to get more results on your healing journey, do deeper work than ever before, and see epic results in your life as you blast through your own personal limitations, I want to encourage you to take a step forward today to learn a little bit more about the HEAL program to see if it's a right fit for you. HEAL is my signature six-month personal transformation program. It's a 12-step immersion process that I have seen students go through and create epic results in their life. Just have a listen. I don't even feel like I'm the same person. I feel like I've had a different incarnation within the same lifetime. You had a big financial explosion the first round of HEAL. Let's, yeah, so let's talk about what happened for you. $28,000 in 36 hours. I spent so many years in therapy and thought, why am I not better yet? Why can't I let go of these insecurities? Why can't I heal the past? <laughs> I didn't know it was going to take a spiritual journey with you. It's been the best thing ever. I came in really wanting to heal the relationship I had with myself because I felt like there's lots I want to work on, but it all begins 
with me and the way I am in all of these situations, things have massively changed. And my friends have noticed, I can only say this honestly, hand on heart, it works. Anything that you want to heal for yourself is truly possible. Your relationship with money, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your body, your relationship with everything around you can transform when you start to do the work from within. I'm so excited to share this step-by-step process with you that is rooted in personal transformation and results. For more information, to consider yourself a student of this work, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash heal and see all the details about our next round of the program. Make sure you grab a spot on the waitlist to get exclusive offers as bonuses and to be the first to know when doors open. We are going to go so many places in this conversation today. And I think in honor of this topic, which is so deep and so serious and so tender for so many of us, we should really hold space to just say that there is a trigger warning with this conversation and uh, maybe not a trigger warning because I don't want to warn you like, oh my God, we're going to go to like scary places and we're going to have really like, it's going to be bad, you know, I, not like that. But like a a reminder, you know, a gentle reminder, triggers are actually really beautiful things. I think we live in a world where, you know, over the last year or so, or maybe even longer, uh, we've been really forced in the social media space and in the content creation space, very pressured to put trigger warnings on things to create safety for people. And while I do believe safety is the most important element of healing, we must create safe space for ourselves in order to actually go deep. I also think that showing up to avoid triggers or showing up to prevent people from experiencing triggers is not of the best service because those triggers, when we poke at things that are tender to us, that are sensitive to us, they are showing us where our work is. Even if that's like, I'm triggered by a friend because she's really loud and annoying, right? Or I'm triggered by that post I saw because it's bringing up my trauma. You know, when we receive these kind of pokes from other people or from the universe, right? In terms of what we're receiving as information in our 3D world, it is very much a sign and an opportunity for you to say, wow, I see I'm like not fully healed here. I still have some stuff to do. I still have some work I have to do. So I invite you to just be open to how this dialogue today affects you and what comes through for you emotionally and to listen to your body and to pay attention to the signals that come up as you are consuming this information. So when I was first asked to have this podcast episode from one of our students inside of the HEAL program, I sat with the question of first asking like, well, what is shame? What, what actually is shame? And a lot of us know it as an emotion that we feel within the body. It's a very kinesthetic experience, right? To feel ashamed. You know, I can think of times in my life where I have felt very shameful or I can even think of things from my past experience that, of my past experience of life that bring up shame within the body 
And when I feel it within my body, I feel it in the gut. I feel it in like the stomach. It's like this nauseous, like sick feeling. And as I sat with this question of first asking, what is shame? I really came to the conclusion that shame is one of, if not the most ungodly emotions that we exist and experience on this planet. Shame, I believe, is a man-made energy, okay? So we have the energy of love, which is very godlike, the energy of abundance, which is very godlike, the energy of happiness, which is very godlike. But I believe shame to be very much an energy of control and an energy of manipulation. If you can remember moments of your childhood where you were shamed, you can identify perhaps that the seasons where or the experiences where adults shamed you or peers shamed you this energy is really created to stifle and to shut off life frequency within us. It is an energy that really shuts us down, holds us back, puts us into self-abuse, self-judgment, self-criticism. It is not a frequency of love. So often we experience shame as something so heartbreaking, hurt-filled, full of suffering. And some of us are carrying a lot of shame from things that have happened years and years and years and years ago. And we still carry it. Like you can think about something that you had done or an experience that you had and you can feel all of those emotions within the body. And what's really important to know about this energy of shame is that it stifles us from being our highest, most aligned, abundant, prosperous version of self. It is an energy that kills or cuts off life force rather than allowing us to blossom and birth into the versions of ourselves that we really want to be. We often feel the ties of shameful past traumas, shameful past experiences still lingering with us. Now on the surface level, we think that this emotion is ungodly, just like I said, right? It's very, a very dark, low vibrational frequency, but its purpose and why it still very much may be with you today is for the purposes of love. It is there to show you what still needs to be worked on. It is there to illuminate the parts of you that still need healing. So, you know, on the heal journey inside of the heal program, one of the first things we do is identify the frequencies of emotion and all of these different things that we feel, love, guilt, pressure, judgment, shame, control, fear, all of these things, every emotion has a vibration. And when we want to get to a place, and please forgive me, I'm a little bit stuffy today. I'm going to blow my nose for you guys because that's how real we are today. 
when we want to raise our vibration and we want to get to this really, really, really high frequency and we're like, oh my gosh, I just want to be happy. I just want to experience love. I just want to experience joy. I just want to feel play all the time and I want to be my best, most empowered self, but I still feel all these hard things. We don't want to bypass because if we pretend that what we have been through isn't still affecting us or what we have experienced in our childhood or in our teenage years or even in our adult years before our healing journeys, right? We don't want to pretend that those things never happen if we're still tender around them, if we still have healing work to do, if there are still elements of what has transpired that is still affecting us today. And so shame and guilt are indications of what we still need to look at. So first we need to talk about how shame is birthed into our life. And I think for many of us, we can experience and go back to recalling moments in our childhood where shame kind of first sparked. For me, uh, I have a very, very vivid memory of, um, well, two things. Again, we're, you know, this like trigger warning that we're going to talk about. I had two experiences in my very young childhood that really introduced the energetic frequency of shame into my body. And you may have yours as well, right? Healing the inner child, again, in the HEAL program, this is like such a strong component of the work. When we as children experience these things and that energy is is created within us, it kind of sets the precedent for what we magnetically attract into our adult lives. So even when we're young and innocent, the activation of these, these frequencies that are low, like shame, and guilt can continue to carry with us into our teenage years and into our adult lives and we keep recreating it over and over and over and over again. So my first introduction to the energy of shame was uh, brought perhaps probably at the age of like seven. Uh, I was really young. We went to the grocery store and I really wanted this crossword puzzle that was at the checkout. And my mom laughed at me like, you can't even read yet. Like, why do you even want this like crossword puzzle? It's so silly. So I snuck it under my jacket and I held my stomach thinking I was so smart. I was like sneaking out of the grocery store with this thing under my stomach, pretending I had a stomach ache. And when I got caught and my mom saw that I had actually stolen this item from the grocery store, she was so, so mad and she shamed me so much. I felt embarrassed. I felt outed. I felt like all of a sudden I was this really, really bad kid and I didn't understand that my mother was just trying to correct my behavior so that I wouldn't repeat these things as an adult to recognize, hey, this is wrong. But so much of my childhood conditioning being raised was not so much about, hey, let me explain to you why this is bad or why this is good. It was, let me shame you to a point of control where you're so terrified that you never actually ever do anything like this again. That was how I was trained by my parents. And I'm really so grateful that the times have evolved and and we're consciously waking up and we're becoming more aware of like, hey, maybe we shouldn't shame our children. Maybe we should like educate them and talk to them like adults and explain to them why something's wrong and why something's not. But at the time, this was how I was programmed. When you do something wrong, you are shamed and it hurts. It hurts really, really, really bad. So that was my first experience of receiving shame. And then I had another experience when I was younger 
probably around the same age. I was with a, a little girlfriend who lived across the street and we were playing doctor downstairs in the basement and uh, she was she was doing something that involved me like not having my pants on because, you know, kids were, ex- you know, experimenting and like exploring bodies and all this stuff. And I didn't really know. I was like, whatever. Like, yeah, OK, let's play doctor. Right. And when she heard my mother come down the stairs, she started to nervously freak out. And she's like, hurry, put up, put back your pants on, put hurry, hurry, hurry. And I was this little kid. I was younger than her. She was 10. I was seven. I was like, what are, are we doing something wrong? Like I, I didn't even know. Right. And I could see all of her embarrassment and I could see all of her fear and I could see all of her shame. And I'm sure she had been through things in her childhood too, that made the conditioning of, you know, sexuality kind of be like dysfunctioned a little bit to the point where like she was even leading us through this experience, right? But for me as a kid, watching another child feel ashamed and seeing the energy that existed within her, I then took that on. And I was like, oh my God, I should be ashamed right now too. I just did something really shameful. So these were two moments from my childhood where shame was birthed. And we all have them. And if we can go back and really like unite with this inner child and do the deep work around this, oh my gosh, this the game changes, right? But there are some things that start to show up in our teenage years and in our early adult life where we are conscious beings. We are we are humans, we're adults, we're grown up now, and we make choices that maybe we look back on today and we feel a lot of embarrassment around, or we feel a lot of guilt, or we feel like really uncomfortable that like even, oh my God, an old version of myself, I can't believe she would even do something like that. Like that's humiliating, right? When I was younger in my teenage years and I was younger in my like early adult life, I did a lot of things that were very hurtful to others. I was manipulative. I was controlling. I was selfish. I was a liar. I was a cheater. I was a scammer. I was not a good person. And the reason that I behaved that way was not because I was evil, not because I was somebody who just should always be embodied in shame and should always just make poor choices and live in shame, right? It was because subconsciously I was manifesting certain situations in my life that would bring more shame over and over and over and over again. I was recreating the reality from my childhood because I had this frequency and energy in me of shame where I was now a magnet for it and I was also recreating those situations for myself in an opportunity to heal, which we'll talk about later on in this story today. So I had these things that I did, right? And I think what's really important to remember is that if you go back in your timeline and you find the experiences where you did things that were quote unquote shameful, you can look back and very much identify like I'm not that person anymore, right? I'm I'm a totally different person, but I was also that person and I would never make those choices today. I would never make those decisions today. But for some reason, we still carry it. We still hold on to it. And part of this is because we've been trained to self-shame and self-abuse and self-harm and self-judge and self-pity and self you know, lower our standards of how we feel about ourselves. This is something that goes on for years in our life. If you started as a child feeling like you were not good enough, 
you will manifest experiences in your adult life that welcome shame because you're in that frequency. It is not until you identify your worthiness and your deservingness that you can actually raise your frequency to manifest situations that don't make you feel shame or don't make you feel embarrassed. But when we're in that low vibration and we feel really unworthy of love and we feel undeserving and we feel not good enough, we put ourselves in scenarios that are only a reflection of that internal emotion and we create situations that hurt us over and over and over again. So if you look back on your timeline and you find things that are shameful, and they give you that feeling in your stomach like, oh my God, I did this thing and I just feel sick and I think about it. Oh my God, I just feel sick. That shame is there as an indication that you have not forgiven the old version of you and that you still hate that old version of you and you still judge that old version of you and you still disregard that old version of you. And until you actually go back to that version of yourself and you say, I love you, I am so sorry, Please forgive me, thank you, and let that version of yourself know that you do not harbor resentment towards her. She will keep nagging at you and nagging at you and nagging at you. And you will keep feeling the shame and guilt, the shame and guilt, the shame and guilt around anything that you've experienced in your past. The feelings that you have around shame are not necessarily an indication of the emotions you feel about how your actions affected other people, but rather how your actions affected your relationship with yourself. Shame is a self-energy. It is, I'm embarrassed that I behaved this way for myself. Sure, you may be embarrassed about how your actions affected others and you could very much feel guilt around how your actions affected others, but shame is an energy that you carry about yourself. So, this is where shame is kind of this evil energy or this darker energy, but really it's actually here to remind you for the purposes of love that there is a version of yourself that you still need to unite with. So when I started doing shame work, I was, this was probably back in like 2016 or so, and I was looking at all of the things that I had done. Like I um, my first husband was a drug addict and I left him because he didn't want to heal. And the way that that situation went down was just really shameful. Like I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed about the decisions I made and how I communicated and how I showed up. I also felt a lot of shame around, uh, what happened after that, because afterwards I was, uh, very much in like escaping and numbing myself through alcohol and through uh, decisions around sex and like being overly uh, sexual with, with many different men, like trying to mask the pain. And I was so ashamed of all of that. And I told myself this story. I was like, well, I'm embarrassed because so-and-so, you know, saw me behave that way. Or I'm embarrassed because it affected this person. But really it was like when I looked at that version of myself, I felt all of this ickiness and all of this discomfort and all this anger towards this old version of me that I was back then. And so I really had to start to sit with this feeling of forgiveness and like what does it actually mean to forgive old parts of you? And it's really hard to forgive old parts of you when you feel like those parts of you are still you. Like there's no separation. You feel like that part of you is just like nagging all the time and just always being there with you. It's like this self-judgment shadow. So separation is really the most important thing. And one of the things I did right out of the gate 
was ask myself, why am I not that person anymore? Like show me universe the evidence that I am not the old person I used to be. Why is it true that I am a totally different human being right now? Totally different. And that allowed me the separation. And if we want to heal, we need that separation. We can't be so enriched and, and, and enmeshed and trapped in this like cycle of I am that person. That person is still me. I'm still evil. I'm still so shameful. I still have all these things to be so embarrassed about. Look for the evidence. Look for the evidence. You are a totally different human being, right? So if you are a totally different being and you can go back in your timeline and forgive and let go of how other people have treated you in your life, why wouldn't it be true that you could not also let go of how you treated yourself? And so we need to do a really good job of looking at these old parts of us that hold the low frequencies and really start to ask, can I forgive you? Can I untie? Because that's what forgiveness actually means in Latin. It means to untie. Can I untie with you? Can I release you? Can I release this version of myself that I once was? And so I started to write these old versions of myself letters. And I would say, you know, dear 21-year-old Lauren, I am so sorry for everything that you went through. And I got to see that person who made all of these shameful decisions as a human being with a really good heart who was just very lost. And I got to forgive her. And I got to let her know that she was okay. And I got to let her know that I promised I would do better for her moving forward in her life. You know, these old parts of us just want to be forgiven. They just want to know that you set them free. And that you allow yourself the opportunity to no longer hold the tie to a past experience that does not serve you. So not only am I sitting here in my journal and I'm like writing these letters to myself and I'm seeing how hurt people hurt people and my innocence and all of these things. And I would just say like, I forgive you for this and I forgive you for that and I forgive you for this. And I would just let it go, let it go, let it go and write it all down and I would release it. And I would tell myself, these stories are not mine to hold on to. You cannot create a new reality with the same consciousness of your past. And if this element of something that you have been through in your life is still holding on to you, it is your responsibility to say, I let go of this consciousness. I let go of this old chapter. I let go of this old way of being. I let go of this self-judgment. I let go of what is not mine in this current point in time today. You do not have to carry the things that you've been through in your life. You do not have to hold on to things and self-abuse. And I think for a lot of us, shame and guilt are like penances that we have been putting on ourselves for all of the hurtful things that we think we've done. We've been hurting ourselves constantly because we're trying to make up for the fact that maybe we hurt somebody else. But this is not how we heal. And we do not go about our journey of transformation with the eye for an eye approach. Just because you hurt somebody does not give you permission to continue to hurt yourself by carrying something that you've done years and years and years ago. So detachment Forgiveness, these are principles that are so, so important. 
you really have to start asking yourself, who would I be if I wasn't ashamed? Like if I could actually love and embrace every single thing I've ever been through and say, yeah, I see how that was actually my greatest gift. I see how every hard thing I've been through, every bad decision I've made, every you know traumatic obstacle I've overcome, I see how this was actually for me. I can be grateful for the things that I have been through. But we cannot do that when we're intertwined with the self-harm that is continuous self-shaming. So we have to let it go. And we have to make space. And we have to say, this is no longer serving me. I offer it up. And sometimes this takes practice. You know, being able to get into a state where you can release the old things that you have been through. I actually asked my husband about this because he had been through some really difficult things in his life as well. And he had made a lot of decisions as a young teenager that were really harmful and hurtful to people. And I said, well, you know, do you ever feel guilty? Do you ever carry judgment? He says, no. And I said, why? He goes, because that's not me. It's like, I'm not that person anymore. And you have to come into the state of knowing and certainty that who you are today is not the person who lived and made the choices that you did in the past. You have to let that version of yourself go. So if you are sitting here and there is something that you are ashamed about that you have done, release, release, release. And what I want to talk about too is like shame as it shows up continuously because you know, I think that because our parents have trained us to uh, make decisions out of shame and guilt, you know, don't do that, you're going to feel guilty. Don't do that, you're going to get shamed. We do that to ourselves. And so maybe you make a promise to yourself and you're like, okay, I'm going to eat really healthy and I'm going to like make the best decisions for my body and I'm going to make really, really good choices. And then Tuesday comes and you're like eating all these chips and these cookies and disrespecting your body and binge eating. And then right after that, you feel all the shame. You're like, oh my God, all the shame. What you're really doing subconsciously is trying to train yourself the way that you've been trained by your parents to feel shame after a bad decision so that hopefully you don't make it again. But we know that training and teaching through the way of anger or fear or control or manipulation doesn't actually serve a purpose and doesn't actually get us anywhere. So like, has your self-shame ever done anything good for you? Probably not. So the other day, for example, I had gone down this little, you know, food choice that like I knew wasn't really the best for my body. And I made this choice and I could immediately feel the childhood programming of like, let me shame myself so I never do it again. Just like that story I told you about from my childhood, right? And I had to stop and catch myself and say, wow, I'm shaming myself. One of the things you're going to learn about in the Heal Yourself Free 5-Day Series, which is free, by the way, um, is the infinity loop. And it is this process that we go in when we don't have a physical outcome and we follow it with a really negative emotion. And for some of us, when we make certain choices for ourselves that maybe aren't of the best high high vibration, whether that's like, I'm trying not to drink wine and I drank wine, or I'm trying to be nice to my husband and I wasn't, or I'm trying not to snap at my kids and I did. You know, whatever the decision is, 
we often try to follow it immediately with this like vibrational shame or guilt so that maybe we one day don't make the same choice and we have to be able to jump out of that story right away and say, okay, no, I actually, I see what I'm doing. I made a decision I didn't want to make and now I'm shaming myself and I'm going to stop, stop right here, get off the crazy train. I'm not doing it. And what I did in this moment catching myself, I went outside, I put one hand on my heart, I put one hand on my belly. And instead of shaming myself for my decision, I said, thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Now, who am I talking to? Right? I'm talking to myself as my higher self. And my higher self maybe didn't guide me the way that I wanted to, right? So thank you. Thank you for this lesson. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I didn't do such a good job. Please forgive me. I love you. Thank you. Right? I'm going to do a better job next time. And this is where that gentleness comes in on our healing journeys. Like we have to learn how to mother ourselves and how to father ourselves and how to parent ourselves through difficult times and hard things and frustrations and obstacles with love and compassion instead of shame and guilt. One of the things I say right out of the gate of the HEAL program is there is no space for self-shame. There's no space for self-judgment. These are distractions. They're distractional energies. They're pulling you away from actually learning the lessons, right? When we're so wrapped up in feeling ashamed or feeling guilty, we're actually missing the point of what we are here to learn. So if you remove shame and guilt from a choice that you make and you say, okay, I'm not allowed to feel shame or guilt here in this moment. I just made a decision that maybe, you know, doesn't align with me. So if I'm not allowed to feel shame or guilt about this, okay, what is this experience teaching me right now? Why is this here for my greatest good? And that question, why is this here for my greatest good, can be applied to every single traumatic experience you've ever been through. It can be applied to every single shameful thing you've ever done. It can be applied to anything that you feel guilty about. Now, guilt, I want to speak to this too because this is a little bit of like a different thing. It is taught the same way it is programmed, this human creation of guilt given to us by our parents. Also, I will say too, shame and guilt are very much programmed in our religious upbringing. So if you have been somebody who was raised in a religious environment and shame and guilt were like so enmeshed in your cultural conditioning, congratulations, it's time to break the programming, right? Like it's all bullshit. It's all facade. None of it's real. All of it's a lie. All of it is there to control you. Guilt is something that's also projected onto us by our parents because we see them behaving a certain way. Like my mom would harbor a lot of guilt anytime somebody gave her something. She would feel guilty. Like, oh my God, like you didn't should have to spend that money, whatever, whatever. She wouldn't receive love. She would just feel guilt. And so when I started to show up in my life, I had a really hard time receiving things because when I did, I would feel guilty. I would feel like if somebody gave me something, they were taking money out of their pocket or if somebody made something for me, they were wasting time on me that they could have been spending on themselves. There was this lack of self 
worthiness that really birthed guilt. And I see this a lot for people, like when you're trying to show up to work on yourself and maybe you need to ask for time alone or you need to invest dollars into a program. There's like a lot of guilt that can come up. And this is often a mirror for how much guilt we hold for ourselves and like wanting things for us and like wanting to be somebody who's deserving of her wants and often feels so guilty, right? Like I feel guilty for wanting more. I feel guilty for putting myself first. I feel guilty for making time for myself, whatever, whatever, whatever. These things, guilt and shame, are all from our upbringing. They are all from our programming. I want you to really think about this. When you are born as a child, you have literally no concept or understanding of guilt or shame. They are not part of you in your naturally birthed state as you were born into this lifetime. What do you know? You know sadness because you cry when you're a baby, right? You know happiness because you laugh and you giggle. You know presence. Shame and guilt are not part of the equation, okay? Like they are not, congratulations, here's your baby. Wow, look how ashamed they feel. Like we don't. We don't feel these things. Kids don't feel ashamed about being naked. Kids don't feel guilty when they require your time, right? So why are we holding on to things that are not our natural state of being? It's because we are so energetically sensitive to the world that we operate in. And what's really beautiful about healing and taking your power back is you can then decide what rules and guidelines you want to live by in your future. What would your life look like if you allowed yourself to never feel guilty? Even when you made a mistake, even when you hurt somebody by your actions, even when you slipped up, what would your life look like? Instead of making a decision and then feeling guilt for weeks or for months or for days or for years or whatever, you could make a decision and go, wow, I slipped up. My apologies. I will do better next time. But we don't hold it. We let it go. We learn. We move forward. And the same thing with shame. If you've done something that was embarrassing, you're like, all right, that was embarrassing. But like you could laugh about it and you could play about it and you could be silly about it. What would your life look like? You would continue to move forward in high vibrational frequencies. You would continue to celebrate your life. You would continue to wake up and, and be alive and joyful and move forward. But guilt and shame are like on the floor frequency, lowest vibration ever. And then it takes us all this time to start building ourselves up again and to start get to getting to a new state. So I'd like you to make a decision right now. Right now as you are listening to this episode that you will no longer feel guilty for what it is that you want. That you will no longer feel guilty for putting yourself first and meeting your own needs. Somebody taught you that that was selfish. Someone taught you. It's not yours. Someone else gave you this idea. And if someone gives you something, you can give it back. And I want you to make a decision right now that the shame that you have been holding on to for things that happened lifetimes ago is no longer yours to carry. You can liberate yourself. You can release what is not serving you. You can offer it up and you can say, I am going to release this. I'm going to let this go. And it may not happen right away. It may take time. 
But I promise you, starting with that declaration and that promise will give you the opportunities to rewrite where over time you will start to experience little moments in your timeline and you will say, wow, I used to feel shameful and doing things like this used to make me feel ashamed, but I don't feel that way anymore, right? Little by little, you will start to blossom and expand because you made this conscious decision to let go of a frequency that was not yours to carry. This human-made emotion that is a waste of time and a total distraction from who you truly are. I also want you to make a decision to write a letter to yourself to forgive any elements of your past timelines that are shameful, to write a letter to the old version of you and say, I am so sorry, please forgive me, but I am letting this go. I am letting go of this thing I did. I am letting go of that thing I did. I'm letting go of this thing I did and rip it all up and burn it and just offer it up to a fire. We choose what we feel. And oftentimes, We are so wrapped up in shame and guilt because we are not consciously present with our own personal power to consciously choose what we want to feel. So when those moments come up and you're thinking about the things that you've been through or when you're writing your release letter and you're feeling all of this uncomfortable energy of shame and guilt, feel it in your body. Pay attention to it. Don't give it any meaning. Keep it neutral. Okay, yeah, I feel a lot of shame right now, but like neutralize it. Don't give it the meaning that it's bad or that you're not healed or this or that. Wow, I feel a lot of shame. Okay, I see that. And then send that area of your body a ton of light, a ton of love, a ton of compassion until you learn how to treat yourself with kindness and compassion. Shame and guilt will run rampant. So continue to feel those energies in the body. Don't tell yourself a story that it means that you're not healed or you're still you know, holding on to shame. Tell yourself a new story that says, okay, this shame is here because I have to practice giving myself compassion and shame is my teacher. So I'm going to practice what it feels like to give myself compassion. How would I be compassionate to a child who didn't know what they were doing? How would I be compassionate to a friend who is going through a hard time? How would I be compassionate to a total stranger? I can learn how to be that way for myself. So that energy of shame as it exists in the body is still there as a little teacher for you. Keep sending that part of your body love. Keep sending that part of your body light. This is not mine. I let it go. This is not mine. I let it go. This is not mine. I let it go. When we invite ourselves to the possibility that we can live in a world where we no longer feel shame or guilt. Our dreams and the things we want to have for ourselves start to really come in because we are rewarded by the universe in how we feel about ourselves. So when you feel like you are amazing and you are beautiful and you are wonderful and you are like the shit You're so perfect and divine in all of your imperfectness. You will attract the experiences, the opportunities, the moments that your soul really desires that are happy and beautiful and blessed because your inner reality is creating that. So whatever shame and guilt you are having, just know that the more you release it with compassion with sending your body love, 
writing forgiveness letters, offering it up, the more space you are making to become the high vibrational being that you want to be to have the high vibrational, high vibrational life that you really want. This is a process. This is a study. But it all starts with forgiveness. So in final close, I just ask you to reflect on and think about how long have you been holding on to things that aren't really yours to carry anymore? Isn't it time to let them go? Love yourself enough to participate in what you learned today in some shape or form and move one step closer to your healing journey. I love you guys so much. I hope you take the step to sign up for the Heal Yourself free series. You can go to laurenoflove.com slash free. And for all of you coming into the HEAL program, when doors open on April 25th, I cannot wait to dive deeper into this healing with you. Hey sister, don't go anywhere just yet. I have a free offer for you as a gift for being a beautiful lovebird listener of this show. I wanna give any student who leaves a review on this podcast a beautiful free gift, the Six Laws of Wealth audio series. If you're creating prosperity, abundance, health freedom, financial freedom, this audio training series is going to shift and propel you into a new perspective of creating prosperity and wealth in your life. It's really simple to receive this free offer. All you have to do is leave a review on the podcast, write up some comments about how you feel this show has helped you. And when you're done, take a screenshot of that review and email our team. You can go to hello at laurenoflove.com and just share in an attached file a screenshot of your review. We'll respond back and give you a link to sign up for that free series, The Six Laws of Wealth Audio Training. It is a beautiful, jam-packed study, and I'm so honored to give you that gift for free. So again, just leave a review, write some love notes about how this podcast has changed your life, and take a screenshot, send it to us at hello at laurenoflove.com, and we'll respond back with your free access to The Six Laws of Wealth audio series. I look forward to seeing your review and I am so excited to share this series with you for free. Enjoy guys and I'll see you on the next show.